Hello, working people of Southwest Washington. You're listening to episode 21 of Working to Live in Southwest Washington, produced by the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council. We're also a proud member of the Labor Radio Podcast Network, with over 100 radio shows and podcasts for working people just like you. Find out more about the network at laborradionetwork.org. I'm Shannon Myers. And I'm Harold Phillips. And before we get started, we want to remind you that the views and opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council, its affiliate unions, our guest unions, or their employers. Nobody but themselves. Now that we've got that over with, hey, Shannon, we're recording this on Thursday, August 5th, and uh, it's been a rough day, huh? Well, I usually joke at the beginning of our show, but today I just, I didn't feel like joking. And the reason I don't is because the labor movement, working people, suffered a great loss today, a loss of our leader, President Richard Trumka. Um, I was sitting at home doing work, and I get the text message from my husband, who also is a union member, and he texts me that, that Trump is gone. And my first text back was, what the f***? We just had a meeting with him yesterday talking about the PRO Act. And now he's gone. What a yeah. crappy day. Yeah. Richard Trumka's death has sent shockwaves through the labor community across the country and right here in the state of Washington. We wanted to take a little time to reflect on what Trumka meant to the labor movement and what his passing means for working people everywhere, but particularly here in the Evergreen State. To help us do that, we're joined by Bob Carroll. He's the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council's vice president and also the president of the Columbia Pacific Building and Construction Trades Council. Good evening, everyone. We're also joined by Randall Friesen. He's the secretary treasurer of the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council. Good evening. It was sad news to hear of his passing. And we're joined by Tina Morrison, secretary treasurer of the Spokane Regional Labor Council. Thanks for joining us, Tina. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I was on a organizer's Zoom meeting this morning, and one of the fellows spoke up and told us that Richard Trump had passed away, and I was shocked. It was really um, so unexpected. You know, he's such a powerful person and personality. Uh, it was really mind-blowing to think that, uh, that he's gone. And before we go much further, I just want to mention that we put out the call to working people throughout Washington state to let them know that they could share their memories of Richard Trumka as well. So throughout today's episode, you're going to hear some different voices of people who want to tell you what Richard Trumka meant to them. So some of you have already talked about this, but uh, how are you doing? I mean, it's been 12 hours now since the news broke. How are you holding up? It's still a little shocking. He was such a force in the labor movement, and he built such a base for us to work on. We are small pieces scattered all over this country, and we're going to continue the legacy that he really built. And that's what I'm keeping in mind, and I know that's what he would want, too. It's difficult when you don't know somebody, right? 
And even though he was passionate and compassionate and he was very strong and vigilant in the end of the day, you're still just a human. We're all, we're all humans. And um, I think it hits us even more because we realize that in the end of the day or the end of your life, you are just a person. And it's hard to think of the words to describe how that feels because his passing more than just him dying as a leader, he died as a human being and he died in the middle of a fight that he believed in. It's hard to quantify that and it's hard to put into words what that feels like. And it kind of hits you all at the last minute, like a, like a ton of bricks. In the end of the day, he's just a guy and he uh, gave his life and devoted himself to the movement. Well, I was thinking about what Trump would want us to talk about. So I've been thinking about the PROACT, 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 maybe? PROACT, PROACT, PROACT. This is a time when working people really need to be heard. We need to be heard in the workplace. We need to be heard in our state legislatures and our city governments and in the federal government. You know, one job does not support a family. Two jobs doesn't support a family and housing. The world has gone crazy out there for workers because it's been allowed to. And there are many obstacles that have been set up over the last 60 years that have just been building barriers for working families to be able to really progress to where they they should be. I mean, if you put in your eight hours a day for your 40 hours a week, you should be able to support your family in dignity, live in dignity. And housing has gone through the roof where you can't find a rental much less an apartment that's affordable at the wages. It's not that people don't want to work. It's that why would we, why would anybody want to work when they can't afford a roof over their head? (laughs) Why, why go to work when you can't afford to take your family on a vacation, much less, you know, out to dinner once a month um, or go to the movies. We need legislation in this country that will once again, raise working people's voices up and allow us to have a say. You know, one of the funniest things I think I've read in a while was an article in the Spokesman Review talking about the governor of Idaho talking about COVID and the workplace. And his comment was something along the lines of that he felt that the employers and the employees should work it out. This is in a right to work state. (laughs) And of course, that's exactly what we believe, that the employers and the employees should be able to work things out. We should be able to sit down and come up with fair agreements that will take care of both the employers and the employees, build successful companies. That's the union movement right there. So, you know, we just need the laws to take us there. Sister, Richard Trumka would be proud of what you just said, because without the PRO Act, we can't make that happen. And if he was here, he would say our number one issue, our number one piece of legislation is the PRO Act. And he would state that all those reasons you just stated for working people is the reason why we need it. And that's why he fought so hard for all of us. And he'll be missed terribly. And I'll miss all of the times that he came and visited us in Washington state. We have lots and lots of pictures of Trumpka coming to our conventions, talking about our issues, visiting us here in Vancouver. He represented all in this country, not just D.C. And he always came to let us know what he's working on and what what are our concerns? What are we feeling out here? I know that the AFL is in good hands. 
but he was a leader in so many things as far as gender justice, racial justice, you know, justice on the job. I mean, a leader in so many things. I'm April Sims of Tacoma, and I serve as Secretary Treasurer of the Washington State Labor Council, AFL-CIO. And on behalf of President Larry Brown and the staff of the council, I wanted to express our profound sense of loss over the passing of AFL-CIO President Richard Trumka. President Trumka dedicated his life to the dignity of workers, from his earliest days with the United Mine Workers to his leadership of the nation's largest labor organization. Everything he did was intended to lift up working people and improve our quality of life. Just two weeks ago, we were honored to have President Trumka as the keynote speaker at our 2021 convention. He told our delegates, and I quote, this is our moment, this is our calling, to provide a better life for our families because that's what labor unions have always done. I've lived it, I'm here because of it. We know who we are and we are ready for our date with destiny. President Trumka was talking about legislation that would restore America's freedoms to join together in unions. And as far as we're concerned, that bill should now be the Richard L. Trumka Protecting the Right to Organize Act. We at the Washington State Labor Council intend to honor his legacy and keep our date with destiny by getting his PRO Act passed. Rest in power, brother. You're talking a lot about who Trumka was. And I think a lot of the listeners, they've learned a little bit about him since he passed away because the news stories that have come out have told them about him, that he grew up in Pennsylvania. He became president of the mine workers at 33, that he became president of the AFL-CIO in 2009. But you're talking about Trumka the man, something beyond the facts that you're reading in the local news. What can you tell us about what Trumka was like as a person? He was loud. <laughs> <laughs> which is a great quality to have as a union leader. And, you know, he just had a bold presence. You always knew when Trumka was in the room. He was a hero to the working man and woman. He spoke with conviction. Like the guy, when he spoke, he knew what he was talking about and he wasn't afraid to back down from anybody. And he really knew how to connect with the labor movement and the people in the labor movement. Mm. He was also somebody that you could approach. You know, if you had been in the labor movement, even for a couple of years, he'd remember who you were. He'd know where you came from. And if he didn't, he always had a way to figure it out. I don't know if it was the questions he asked or what, but he always knew who you were and what your last conversation was. And man, he was powerful. You just always knew he was there and he was your brother and you were his sister or his sibling. So I remember the first Washington State Labor Council convention I went to, uh, what was that, six years ago? And I got my picture taken with him and I just looked like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> I mean, I was so intimidated and, and yet, you know, standing next to him, he's not very tall. I was so surprised because when he's up at the podium, he was enormous. He was this giant of a man, a giant of a figure. But when you actually stood next to him and yet he just radiated power, but also humor. There was such a sparkle in his eyes. It was just like, uh, he knew that I was intimidated and he just thought it was funny and he was making me feel like it was funny. So we could smile together. You know, that was a time when I just really felt he is a brother in labor and uh, we're all in this together. But the other thing I want to say too, is that he took his family time seriously. 
um, he was private about it, but he would make comments about a grandchild or his grandchildren and visits and weekends. And, you know, part of what he was so committed to for working people was that all of us should be able to have time with our families. And part of his leadership was leading by example. You know, it's so easy when you get involved in a movement like this to throw yourself in so completely and get completely caught up in everything and forget about the things that are also important, such as family. And he didn't do that. He made sure that his family was mentioned and that he spent time with them. And I think we all need to keep that in mind as well, that that was part of of who he was and part of his leadership was that example. You really understood that Trumpka had a deep, deep feeling about working people. I think Senator Schumer said it today. He was working people. He did work in the mines. He did go to work every day. And so he knew what that struggle was like. And I can kind of identify with him some besides being a union member myself. My grandfather was a union coal miner. And, you know, I know the hard life that those men back in the day had to put up with. He never forgot where he came from and he always knew who he was. Having a law degree and not moving on to go practice law, but to come back and represent his own history or his own family as a coal miner. He could have taken that education and that experience and gone the other way with it. But instead, he decided to support the people that helped him get to where he went. And that's one of the ways he became the president of the mine workers at 33. Sharika Carter, political and strategic campaigns director at the Washington State Labor Council. The sudden passing of President Richard Trumka is a monumental loss for all of us in this labor movement but we can honor his life's work and remarkable legacy by continuing the fight for racial and economic justice for all workers. As a young worker and as a young labor leader, his support and investments into Next Up, YWAC, the Leadership Institute, and the OIT have been programs that have shaped, developed, and molded me into the leader that I am today. Through those programs, I met my comrades and developed relationships that will last a lifetime. I am eternally grateful for his leadership and vision and belief in the next generation of labor leaders. May I and all my co-conspirators in this work honor him by continuing the fight because as he would say it, we ain't done yet. Rest in power, brother. You know, apologies to the non-AFL-CIO affiliated unions, but Trumpka really was the face of the American labor movement. He was a national figure. When you saw Trumpka, you knew that whichever TV station or whatever newspaper that picture was on, this was going to be about labor. What kind of effect did he have on the small locals in a place like Washington? Down at the ground level, for working people in small town Washington, what exactly was the effect that he had on them. So when I went to my first Washington State Labor Council convention, like I said, about six years ago, I brought my brand new secretary treasurer from the Musicians Union, a young woman in her 30s. And she heard 
Richard Tremka speak for the first time. I just remember we drove back from, um, I think it was Wenatchee together and all the way back across, you know, the wide state of Washington. It was like, can you believe that? That was so amazing. That was so inspirational. And I'm just so ready to go back and get musicians organized and we can do all of this together. And, you know, just bubbling all the way. <laughs> and it, it sustained for a long time. And I think it will continue to build because of her experience. Well, you know, when he spoke to you, I mean, I spoke to him personally several times. Uh, he came to our local. He made you feel like you mattered and your local mattered and your community mattered. So it was it was very personal. And, you know, especially through this pandemic for the last year and a half, we've been meeting. He's been having these weekly calls with uh, Central Labor Council leadership. And I'd always come away from those feeling so energized and really part of such a larger movement. I'm just a little little piece of something much bigger that's really waking up. The labor movement has been waking up in a way that I haven't seen in the 20 plus years that I've been involved. It's been so exciting. And so to hear his voice or see his face on a Zoom, you know, on Wednesday afternoons or Wednesday mornings, it was inspirational. And, um, and I'm really going to miss that. But I also know from seeing him work that he knew it was not just about him. It was about his team. It was about his team that also included all of us across the country. And so I, I think what he set up is something that will continue to grow and be strong and will be able to carry this fight forward in ways that would make him proud. And that's, that's my pledge. So, like I said before, Richard Trumka for the past 12 years has been the face of the American labor movement. And now that face is gone. So where do we go from here? Good thing about unions. It's all about joining together in solidarity. It's the power of the people, not one person. And although President Trumka has been our leader for years and years and years, and we will miss him, we will carry on. What I like to say is, rest in peace, brother. We have it from here. You've worked hard, and the battle has not been won, and it will not be won in any of our lifetimes, but we must continue the battle. So the National AFL will continue the battle. We have an amazing leader in Liz Schuler, who is our secretary treasurer. And right now she is our captain until we figure out who our new captain will be. And we have complete faith in our national AFL and all of us because we are all a part of the movement. We are the people, but we will definitely miss the person, which is Richard Trumka. One of the most important aspects of being union is to leave it better for the person behind you. So with all of his hard work and dedication, he left it better behind him. So there will be a path forward with that in mind. Well, this has been a rough day. But with all this talk about family, I think it's important that we take a second to remember that we're all family. You know, there's a reason why people in the labor movement call each other brother, sister, sibling. It's because we are members of one big family. and. We've just lost a very important family member. So any parting thoughts? 
that you'd like to leave the audience with? I can only imagine the stress that Richard Trump has been under over the last number of years. Uh, he's led us in some pretty hairy conditions, whether it was a lot of very overt attacks on labor through a very terrible National Labor Relations Board, and then into a, you know the worst pandemic that any of us has ever experienced. I can only imagine the stress that he's been under. And I just want to, I want to say to his family, to his blood family, and to his greater family in the union movement, thank you so much for sharing him with somebody like me. Thank you so much for giving him the support that he needed in order to fight for somebody like me and us. Um, thank you. And to add to what Tina said, not only did he just fight for union people, he fought for all working people. Looking back into 2008 recession, he was there to try to help stop that from happening again to working people. That doesn't mean just organized people. It doesn't mean just union members. It doesn't mean people that pay dues and all that stuff. It also means that working people in general also got built up by what he did. His impacts far outreached just organized labor. He was there for Americans and he dedicated his life to it. Amen, brother. Well, thank you, Bob Carroll, Vice President of the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council and President of the Columbia Pacific Building and Construction Trades Council, Tina Morrison, Secretary Treasurer of the Spokane Regional Labor Council, and Randall Friesen, Secretary Treasurer of the Southwest Washington Labor Council. I'm really glad we could spend this time together. I'm glad we could gather here today to commemorate, you know, Brother Richard Trumka's life. And thank you, working people, for joining us on another episode of Working to Live in Southwest Washington, produced by the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council. And you know, Harold, President Trumpka always said that the key to a better life is a union contract. And that is why this podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. Like SAG-AFTRA's national president, Gabrielle Carteris, said today, SAG-AFTRA members have lost a true champion and ally. Remember, working people, this is your show. We want to know what you want to hear on it. Email us at podcast at swwaclc.org or find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SWWACLC. And let's spread the word of labor. So don't forget to subscribe. And pass the link of our podcast on to your friends and family and your neighbors. And while you're at it, give us five stars or say your special words about the dearly departed or whatever your podcast listening platform of choice gives you to let people know you like what we're doing here. One last thing, folks. This is a time for reflection. And it's a time for mourning, but it's also a time to recommit to standing up and standing together with our fellow workers. The loss of Richard Trumka is a gut punch, and we should take the time to feel it. But tomorrow or next week, it's time to pick ourselves up and get back out there. You know, like Shannon says, Proact, proact, proact. You remember AFL-CIO Secretary-Treasurer Liz Schuler from Episode 17, 
Maybe you remember her from Shannon talking about her just a couple of minutes ago. Either way, today she said, we will stand on his shoulders to continue the fight for workers and for the fair and just society he believed in so passionately. We will honor his legacy with action. So take the time to mourn Richard Trunka's loss, but honor his legacy with action. And I am just going to say, make sure you make every day count. Tell those people in your circle that you love them. And don't ever go to bed angry because you'll never know when today will be your last. No regrets. Rest in peace, brother. We'll take it from here. We'll see you soon. Bye.